Um, <laughs> Do you want me to go? <laughs> hey, I'm Jess, and I like warm hugs. And warm hugs are far and few between these days, unless you live in the same household, which means, guess what? I hug my plant and my pillow. Do you have like the boyfriend pillow? No, I just have a normal pillow. pillow. No, but I have. How many pillows do you have on your bed? I have like six. Dead ass. Like normal. I don't know. Okay, so two of them usually end up on the ground. Um, So I have when I like make my bed, it's like two in the back and then two in front and then two like big decorative pillows. Okay. I actually use one of the, like, it's huge. It's massive. It's like really squishy. So I actually yeah. sometimes hug that one or put it between my knees. Yeah. One def, the orange one goes off the bed for sure. And I probably <laughs> use like cycle through two, one to two while I sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like switches. Sometimes I'll grab one and pull it under. Yeah. I'm a mover when I sleep. Do you just like stay in one position? I can stay in one position. I can't. Like a side sleeper, but I have three currently. I do like four, then one or two decorative pillows. But to be honest, half the time, half the time, I, I read somewhere that you shouldn't make your bed all the time because it helps, um, like clear out the, the dust mites or something like that. Like, like, because like you shed Mm -hmm. your skin and that's why, okay, first of all, note to everyone listening, change your sheets every week to every other week because your ass is shedding skin and that's so gross plus if like you're sleeping with somebody or you have a partner like or a dog or a dog no one wants nasty sheets like also don't sit on your bed in your clothes that you're outside your house i really try not to sometimes it happens because there's nowhere else to sit but that's like (laughs) always in my head i'm like you like yeah like if i lay down in my workout clothes yeah i can't i can't do that like or oh, or socks or something like yeah even, oh, my dirty ass do socks. You, do you wear socks to bed? Mm-mm. No, me neither. Mm-mm. It's hot. Okay, okay. In the winter time, I barely wear any clothes to bed. Okay, yeah, okay. yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about this. So I'm very much like when I first moved into my place, like being um, there alone. I was like, I don't want anyone to break in and try to like rate me in my sleep or something. So I always make sure I'm fully clothed, especially I got to have the hoo-ha covered. Like I don't want, or like if there's a fire, like and the firefighters show up, like I don't need my naked ass running around me like fire, fire, fire. Like what are the chances, like the probability of that actually happening? Oh, zero, like one in a million. One in a billion. Um, And then, (laughs) so, but in recently, like because of the heat, I've been like, slowly getting accustomed to like just sleeping topless and just with like boy shorts and that's comfortable for me um and i'm like this is a lot cooler also i'm finding i'm falling asleep faster yeah i haven't done a lot of research but i do hear that it is better to sleep naked if you can because your temperature regulates itself so i'm like damn yup it's like i know i don't wear underpants in my yoga pants why am i sleeping with clothes on in my bed with lots of covers bet i what was i saying this i um i sleep with underwear like, like, <laughs> I hate saying this, but like, period underwear, just like the yeah. cotton, oh like, yeah, coverage, more coverage. Oh yeah, panties and it's just are like, more comfortable. I would never. If y'all wear thongs to bed, y'all what are is wrong fucking with you? Line that's that's not comfortable in the slightest. Like, don't no. fucking. Lie but to I will me. say, my favorite pair of underpants, underpants. I why <laughs> this one? They're underpants. Is um the what ones I got from like me undies oh, with yeah. my Yetis on them. Mm-hmm. They're like going camping. There's like so many Yetis. Like so I got cute. Yeti on my butt. <laughs> I realize, like, I'm, like, wearing underwear more. Like, that sounds weird. Like, but with leggings, like, I'm trying them with leggings again just to have, like, that extra layer. And I know, I don't know. It's summer. I know. I don't know. But, like, (laughs) um, it's, I'm, like, realizing, like, I need new underwear. (laughs) I haven't bought new underwear in so long. Right? And all my underwear was, like, besides, like, my me undies that I bought, like, one time Mm -hmm. because I wanted to try them out, um, all my underwear was like Victoria's Secret. Yeah, and that's gross. I'm just kind of like over it. Like, why do I have Victoria's Secret underpants? Yeah. Or panties. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like that word. I don't know why. Panties. That word and the other P word. I'm just like, what? Those are like the worst <laughs> words. But, okay, so I sleep with just underwear, like the period panties. Um, <laughs> they actually have period they panties. They really are. Like, absorb it. You know what, guys? If you... Wait, let me tell me how I sleep. Okay, okay. God okay, damn. Okay, I'm okay, trying okay. to get this over with. Um, no shirt. Uh, under my down comforter, 
and no, of course no socks with the fan on high with my window open. So I have oh, all this air, you have coming, all the elements, all this air coming in. And then last night I left my candle going, which is probably really dumb to think about. Like, how do you start a fire? Hmm. Nice big gust of wind with sparks fly. Those hot firefighters coming in with your period pants <laughs> on. I'm top. <laughs> Titties and period panties. Topless with. <laughs> that like, is a fucking hot one there. I feel like we've talked about panties a lot. Panties. <laughs> like in our intro. Like, no. Talking about underwear again. Here we are. <laughs> what the fuck? Weights, wine, and underwear. Panties. <laughs> Weights, wine, and panties. It just depends on how panties. you say <laughs> Oh my gosh. So. Let me ask you a question. I'm good. Top or bottom? What? <laughs> what do you think about that WAP song? I do. Okay, so you said panties and the other P word. I don't like that word. Yeah, yeah. I will say nearly every word. I don't in like the book. saying it. I don't feel good saying it. I'm, I'm just, just like, like, <gasps> like people get weird about the word moist or the C word. I don't mind saying the C word. Neither do I. But so the P. The I don't know why. You guys, I, I hope you know what we're talking about. I don't feel comfortable even saying yeah. it on, on Yeah, record. I don't want to say it. But I can say the C word <laughs> without, like, feeling weird about it, mm-hmm. which I know other people, like, cringe at also, that or, like, get angry. People can say it and try to be mean to me by saying it. It does. That's not something that happens mean. often or anything like that. But it doesn't bug me. I'm like, you think you're going to hurt my feelings with that word? Because call I'm me, laughing. Call me a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> call me a vagina one more time. Do it. A vulva. Really, <laughs> I don't give a shit what people call me. Like, it depends on how you deliver it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can call me a fucking duck and I'll be like... <laughs> Would you fucking call me? Why are you such a bitch? You know, like, I don't care. But that song. I don't, I don't. I'm, have you listened to I'm, the full thing? Yeah. I have not. But, it's really but like I, I'm, this week I was like, really introduced myself to the, that, the song and I pulled up the lyrics and on Monday morning. It's and catchy, when, when I was like what? training with the ladies, because it kind of came on, but it's the edited version. Mm-hmm. And I was like reading, I was like, what the fuck? And my gosh, does it make some males uncomfortable? But I and I was I had this it's conversation. Really women empowerment, isn't it? Um, that okay, so you're uncomfortable about women talking about their lower regions and sexuality and this and that and getting hot and heavy. But how many songs out there by are by males that we, we have to listen it. to that talk about like you degrading us and things like that? Like, do you think that's fun to listen to? I personally don't like listening to music like that. Like, mm-hmm. I can appreciate the beats, but if you're going to be derogatory and talk down women in your music, like, what's wrong with you? Check that ego. Check, check, check. But, so Mike it's kind of fun, and I like that Cardi and Megan, like, were willing to, yeah. like, let's do this. Like, and it's funny because they have the stripper background. No, they they both. I Cardi B is a stripper. was a stripper, for sure power to her these are like the most confident unapologetic yes women that you can think of in the music like, industry in right the music now. industry in that music course. video they're just throwing like people were pissed that kylie jenner was in that music video but you know what like whatever let her do her thing let her wear tight stuff whatever i don't care <laughs> but it's funny but the lyrics i'm like damn and then wednesday Wednesday. We tried the dance We're like to it. calling you know it the dance wa- to it? WAP Wednesday. Have you tried the dance to it though? You gotta try the dance to no, it like I by yourself. Tried it. Do you know? Have you seen it? You no. See, did you watch the music video? I watched some of it. Some of it. Some <laughs> of it. I watched some of it. <laughs> oh shit. We're not even drunk. Um, <laughs> How do you just breathe? But you've seen it. You've seen it, right? And they're like on the floor. Oh, you know what the newest thing that I've also seen was funny? You know that Taylor Swift song is like, pull out a ring and line, Mary, blah, blah, blah. You know? Mm-hmm. That video where they are like having the parents film them and they flip it back and then it's really the parents that they're getting filmed. And then I they post remember. the. Okay. Pull out a ring and said, Marry me, Juliet. You'll never have to be alone. I love you, and that's all I really know. <laughs> said, Marry me, Juliet. you never have to be alone. I love you, and that's all I really know. And then you did the. <sighs> <laughs> I did do that. What is that called? I have no idea. It's Dude, when you I'm not shake with your it. arms and then go, you just stop. Uh, what other fun things? Mm. Oh. Uh, this week I started my own personal journey of drinking a gallon of water a day and I'm on day five and I'm at one o'clock. 
<laughs> good job. Yeah. So far, it's been actually good. And I have to say, a lot of people can get intimidated by the whole drink a gallon of water a day. It's really good. Um, but I'm... What are like, the benefits? Benefits, for sure, is hydration mm-hmm. station. So you're hydrating your cells. Um, it helps clear up your skin and get better sleep. I'm more energy. I'm definitely already day five feeling the effects of it. You do have to consciously be drinking water. And that's why I... Are you consciously peeing all the time? No, and I was going to say that. I'm actually huh. not. I would say initially, like the first couple of days, it was like two times an hour. And now I would say like an hour to one time every to hour to two hours. Um, but I've been doing a little bit more research, like loose research on like the benefits of water. And it, it's different for everybody. But I can tell already that I'm, because I work those long hours, you know, I'm working long days. That by the end of the day, I'm feeling a lot more energetic. And because I have one of those water bottles off Amazon that has like 7 a.m., good morning, but then the 9, 8, 9 p.m. is like, yeah, you did it. You did to it. To me, that's like super rewarding, and I like seeing the progress. So yeah. um, one of the members here started we'll put the, link the little bandwagon the... on this bottle. Yeah. We'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah, it's called Q-Fit. Q-Fit? Speaking of that. It might be, though. Come well, on. It might, it might be. be called that. <laughs> it's literally, y'all tell us. It's spelled Q-U-I-F-I-T. Okay? Is that Q-Fit or Q-Fit? Oh, my God. Yes. That's awesome. Or is it Q-Fit? I can't. That's awesome. That's awesome because none, no one's ever pronounced <laughs> it. One, I was drinking so much during quarantine. My alcohol consumption went up, mm-hmm. and I was really starting to feel like... Mine stayed up. Like, I so needed fine. a break. So by drinking this much water, my I'm drinking water. I'm not drinking anything else besides, like, coffee in the morning. Coffee in the morning. And maybe a beer on the weekend or a beer or two on the weekend. So I'm, like, Hold drastically my reducing my alcohol intake and seeing how my body feels after a month. So, which you. I know what it will be. It'll, It'll be great. way better. So sure. I'm already feeling better. So, uh, <laughs> fit water bottle Amazon. Can't $20. Say, can't say WAP, but can say Queefit. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. So today we're going to talk about our fitness stuff. Fitness. We were fit as fuck. Queefit. <laughs> we are Queefit. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I really want to, like... What if it's we fit? We? Like we as in like the French word we? Like yes fit. <laughs> no, okay, it's we fit. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I think the goal of today is really to teach people like what style of training they should be doing and why strength training, I mean, and I think my opinion, Maybe we're our gonna, opinion. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about different styles of training and just our history of our training. Yeah. And how it's kind of... Like, why we're so fucking obsessed with it, basically. Well, it's kind of evolved, too. I know it's my evolved. style of training has evolved. And For sure. what I'm doing currently versus what I was doing a year ago versus what I was doing, like, ten years ago. Like, months ago. What yeah. was your first style of training that you Playing fell into? Playing basketball. <laughs> so, all it was was okay. pa- practice. Right. Just sports was my first style of training. So, post-sports, what was, the f- like, your go-to? Uh, you grab a mag- grab shape. Magazine Ooh. off of the stand at the QFC in Burien where right. I used to live and go to a 24 fitness and try to attempt and recreate those workouts. I had no idea what I was doing. Oh my God. I nearly forgot. Like, I Oh, was... and do beach body videos. So oh. in a, in a way it was strength training, but video style, but way more hit. Yeah. I would say post. Cause that's really what I knew. Cause in basketball, guess what you're doing? You're doing endurance and stamina building because you have to be able to go all four quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say my first style of training was just high intensity. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, and that's not sustainable, especially if you're not eating. Nope. Enough. Yeah. What about yours? Um, I wouldn't have even thought of that, but like, yeah, in high school, yes, I was doing sports, but then post sports or off seasons, I would start going to the YMCA. Mm-hmm. and just do fuck all and just like follow these magazines um yeah. and do like full body workouts um i wouldn't even say i was doing abs. full body workouts because i had no idea what i was doing I had no idea what i was doing yeah. and it's funny like i would always work out with a friend and i would just kind of take the reins on it and i'm like okay we're gonna do this now i'm like okay we're gonna do this now and i didn't know about form i didn't i would really... be i would be your friend then because you would be telling me what to because i was the follower too to oh yeah extent. 
Oh, so I'd like go work out with a friend. And they'd be like, "Oh, let's do this," or you know. Oh yeah, I definitely took the reins on that, and then honestly, a couple years, and I was still working at the YMCA, even into college, I would come home for summers, and like each summer, each summer, what is up with us? I don't know, it's Friday. Shum, shum, (laughs) shummer. Each summer, (laughs) fucking shit. I would come back home. (laughs) I would come back, and like my style would change, so I think the first summer I came back, I took on more bodybuilding style, and then Mm -hmm. the second summer I came back, I was leading into rugby, so then I actually got a training program Mm -hmm. that was a little more athletic um, but more barbell based and (laughs) strength based Mm -hmm. um, to prepare me for the um, tryouts the following fall yeah so yeah I guess the fuck all magazines like I I did try getting personal trainers at 24 hour fitness really and this is why now as a coach I really make sure I work hard to try to maintain um a fit body for myself mm-hmm. because the trainer guy I got linked up with at that 24 hour fitness was extremely granted now coming from a health perspective and a better understanding, there could have been medical reasons, this and that, but ultimately she was terribly out of shape, mm. um, overweight and very, she lacked confidence. She, it was almost like I was her therapist when she was supposed <gasps> to be training me. Um, and then she was like, yeah, I left my boyfriend and this and that. And like, I've gained some weight. And I was like, that, that type of weight gain isn't gained in like a month. That's like some six months to a year type of weight gain. You know what I mean? Yeah. So ultimately like I discontinued because I felt like, how can I, how can I, I can't work with somebody who's worse off than I am. But you're, you're paying for the service. And I'm paying for the service. Like don't, I don't need to hear your lifestyle. Like. That, that might sound like, no, I'm paying for the service. Like Absolutely. And like the way it is, is like personal trainers, the way they are set up at like that 24 hour fitness. And if you're a personal trainer at 24 hour fitness, I would encourage you to go private sector <laughs> and for get sure. a lot of it. Get like, a contract, like do, be a contractor at 24 hour fitness, but don't work for 24 hours. I mean, I don't know how it works, but I, I would recommend like trying to get into like a private gym, like what we have. Yeah, I mean, so you can always, get like hands on. And, and I know that uh, the majority of people who become personal trainers are striving for that kind of stuff. But they, some people just don't know. They like, I like personal training, and or they think they have like, um, they have it, and then they get their CPT, and then they are like, now what? But realistically, you have to like apply, 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 apply. Like, mm-hmm. I might not have like a bazillion and one certs. You don't need it, you, but you just well, I have more than a ones. few. Mm-hmm. But how I got to where I'm at, and how you've gotten to where you're at, is mm-hmm. apply for sure. trial and error, trial and error, yeah. like ask questions, like. Like, work with each other. Like, things like that. The yeah. only reason why I'm the coach I am today is because I failed a lot, mm-hmm. but I practiced. Mm-hmm. And every time I learned something, I applied it. Yep. And I'm not a rep counter. That's why I'm a coach. Don't call me a personal trainer. Yeah. Yeah. I actually get really upset about Same. that. Same. Same. Absolutely. And, a lot of, and at a certain I'm point, a I have to let it go. But I'm like, I am not here to just give you a program and count your reps for you. I, I am looking mm-hmm. at your form. I'm making sure you're like well rounded. Like, are you sleeping? Are you eating? Are you doing all this stuff? Like, I'm truly invested, and I know you are too mm-hmm. with your clients. Mm-hmm. Don't call me a personal trainer. Don't. I don't know why it bugs me so much. I, it's I because I had either. that bad experience. Oh, and, and another experience at Twenty Four Hour Fitness. All right, let's say fuck Twenty Four Hour Fitness. Honestly, fuck box gyms. I don't. I I'll don't go there when I I used it for prep like and I got I went in and did what I needed to do and I left. Yeah. Right. Because there's something the that that yeah. bigger as when I was prepping for my show couldn't offer, mm-hmm. which was like treadmills and things like that that I needed to do mm-hmm. and like some other like assistant machine work. For sure. Um, but I also signed up for when I moved to, lived in Federal Way. I signed up at the twenty four for personal training, mm-hmm. and I had to sit down, had a session with a guy. Seemed like he had it all together, like had a good setup, personalized me a program, which is really awesome. And then the next time I went in, he was non-existent there. Like he just disappeared. <laughs> and what happened apparently was that he they moved. Uh, they get put into another club and then didn't notify his clients or he didn't notify the clients. So I was like, now oh I'm officially God. done. Ugh. And that's actually what led to me trying to find another gym, which led yeah. me to bigger, which led me to, you know, learning about yeah. strength and conditioning and what it really is and what we both do Fucking now. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I think back to like how you thought your first trainer, this female, you were her therapist. And I think 
we're hard on ourselves sometimes of like, oh, we don't look the part of a coach or like mm-hmm. we don't look this way so people can't, you know, confide in us or trust us because we're not the fittest people or like we're not we're lean not, and stage ready or, you know, like looking yeah, for that. Yeah, we're just so unattainable all the time. Right. It's and so giving that, co- or th- giving that personal trainer grace, but also like, I mean, you are buying a service and you can tell when your coach is legit or not. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they might have more body fat, but how do they train? Have you seen your coach train? Because mm-hmm. that is like I love it indicator. when I have moments where I can train with my clients. Yes. In recent times, I've asked a few of my clients, "Hey, like I'm gonna like they need to do a makeup session or mm-hmm. something," and I'm like, "Hey, do you want to train with me?" And they're if they're game on, like I bring them in. That's badass. And, and we train together. Each and other. Mm-hmm. I I it builds my respect. I mean, like totally. for me, like one I I. I want them to experience that. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it like training with Coach S? Or when a client's come, my, like, I recently was like doing sleds and it was every minute on the minute. Sleds 20 yards as fast as you can, rest the rest of the time. And like, the hour was approaching where they were gonna start coming in and I was like, just trying to get it done. So I put my Wonder, the Wonder Woman soundtrack on and it was like, and then it was loud and I was the only one in here. And I was like, like sweating and like yelling and like just in my head to like get this done and be the best that I could be and give it all my effort because I'm get, taking my train to the like I'm getting back into like me zone again, yeah. training wise. And then they like showed up and they're just like, like mouth like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I was like, hey guys, and they're like, hi, what's <laughs> up? I know, it's it's really fun when your clients see you train. Yeah. Like I feel like. Like I, I'll, I, when I, when I know they're going to see me train, I almost work harder because I'm like, I want to not to like impress them, uh, but set an example set. Yeah. Set the example. I can't be the lazy bitch in the corner. Like, like when I did training. warrior class, when we were able to have bigger classes, mm-hmm. um, heck yeah. Like I want to be the them. one working hard, if not harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and we always are challenging. We want to be the hard. I want to be the hardest working. Yeah. Like, in the room. like, uh, one of my clients Smartest was in your class today and he was like, working hard. I was like, absolutely. I was like, you work hard. I work hard. I was like, you don't work as hard. I still work hard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't meaning it at him. Right, of course. But as in, like, you know, like, yeah. you make choices. Yeah. Yeah. You decide how hard you're going to train today. Yeah. And I think I've been asking, my, like, the clients that is like, hey, how hard do we want to work today? Like, you came in here for a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. I don't usually swear at them. But, like, you came in here to what? Lay around and, like, just go through the motions? Is that some what people, you want? Some and people do. Some people need that. Some yeah. people need those days. And, like, yes, it's a habit. Like, I'm glad you're here if that's the best you can do. Mm-hmm. But really, why are you here? Why do you pay this membership every month? Why do you come in yeah, and what's get your coached? intent? What do you want to accomplish today? And in 45 minutes, how do you want to feel at the end? Mm-hmm. What are you, Do you want to feel different? Do you want to mm-hmm. feel energized? Do you want to feel worse? Because yeah. I don't think it's worse. No. Right? No, you really, man, even I, and I used Mindset, to tell maybe. people this in orientation is on your worst days, show up here, Yes. get yourself, just sign up for the class. And if it's a bad day, Good. get here. And then if you are not feeling the class, let the coach know and we'll adjust and, like, I've even told people, hey, if you're having a bad day and you're not feeling good or not feeling, like, like sick, right, you know? But, like, right. if you're just feeling like a Debbie, right? Sure. A Debbie. A Debbie. A Debbie Downer. God damn it, Debbie. You're having a moment. Um, Debra. Then I just want you to sit on the bike for 10 minutes or 20 minutes or during for the whole sure. duration of the class. Because in that way, they're still burning calories. They're moving. Mm-hmm. They're experiencing the energy of what the class is offering and what the gym is giving. And sometimes that just breathes some fresh air. Yeah. Into the soul. That's what I fucking love about this gym, though, and just the style and the the way our culture works. It's not like it's not a random class that you don't know the coach or the trainer at mm-hmm. that you go into a box gym and you go yeah. to this this studio and you don't know them and they don't know you. And even if you are having a bad day, they don't they don't get that. They're not going to be empathetic to that yeah. um, or understand. And then you're going to leave feeling like you didn't get anything done or you, you mm-hmm. might, I don't know. You just won't feel welcome. It's you not as personalized. It's like really not. Get that's why I love this, everybody. Jo- this job. Yeah. In some shape or form and like kind of see their habits or like, mm-hmm. you know, the moments their personality. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's good stuff. It's fun. Um, so post, we both kind of did bodybuilding style mm-hmm. and you did a show. I, I still know, really like bodybuilding style. I do too. Yeah. Um, I've never tried CrossFit though. When I'm interested I in trying I do it. like CrossFit. I'm, 
I love the energy behind CrossFit and the competition with CrossFit, but I know it, it is not the uh, CrossFit experiences I have have had. Um, they haven't attended really to my injuries, which um, like CrossFit is not good for my injuries. Yeah, um, it's too much banging weights around um, and not more it's not personalized to me mm-hmm. um it's fun though and i think it's fun every once in a while for me to just get out there and bang it out and compete with people where do you go around here um i'll go to like a local one um i should try some more yeah um, studios if around. you want i wanted to but then covid yeah my whole life one of my goals was to go to a crossfit class once a month and then that didn't happen why does why do we have to be so divided sometimes yeah. like oh you do crossfit like we're all working out for our health but there are the good gyms and there are the bad gyms. And you mentioned it, like them not For catering sure. to the injuries or giving options. Right. And I'm smart enough to know that. Like, yeah, like I, we would be smart right. enough based on our education. Sure. Um, yeah, but strength training, like the bodybuilding thing, did the show. Yeah. You've done that style. I did that style. So that was kind of post-rugby um, end of college. Mm-hmm. And that actually like... It was so much, and that's when I first started. Be when I became a personal trainer. So when I became <laughs> a personal trainer, um, that was my style, and I was having so much fun. Like I was just doing, I just wanted to have the most fun. I wanted to challenge my body, um, lifting pretty heavy, and I was my leanest, which mm-hmm. is crazy. So this is about three years ago. I was like, probably the leanest I've ever been. Three years ago was my leanest that I've yeah, ever been too. Yeah, interesting. Was that when your show yep. was? Oh my gosh, so funny. But yeah, so bodybuilding <laughs> style was like my go-to and then I wanted to be more athletic. Um, but really I was still banging around my joints and so my injuries really propelled me into different realms of fitness, which I'm yeah. really grateful for. And my injury in the first place, my first injury um, propelled me into the industry. So mm-hmm. that really put me there. And so each time I get a new injury, honestly, which sucks, it teaches me a new thing and I learn yeah. from it and I grow. And then I find, I find this niche of like mobility, yeah. strength and mobility, stability, uh, movement. And, um, you're very mobile. And so really I'm what it comes down to for yeah. you to prevent injury is stability is stability. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is interesting because I need to become more mobile because yeah. I'm too, I'm very pretty stable too. A level of which it's almost too rigid. That's why, like, when I did, when I did, yeah, I'm that girl. If I was a dude, I'd be the little short meathead in the gym, be like, the no neck motherfucker. Yo, I got no neck and huge traps. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's a lot of, like, I think ultimately, like, strength training is, like, the big, like, bold letter, put it on a billboard, like, Ladies, ladies. I think everyone ladies, needs to strength train. And, okay, and gentlemen. Ladies. And whoever you want to be. Ladies and gentlemen. And whoever you want to be. <laughs> please strength train. Just try I it. Really, and there's so many benefits yes. to it. Um, I believe everyone, everyone, every athlete, every age, every gender. Young, old, Yeah, babies. those are the age... <laughs> Olivia's three. She can lift a kettlebell. Yeah, no, the younger the better. Like there are benefits. In moderation, don't be pushing them. Of course, we're not (laughs) lifting two hundred pounds overhead, but different like body weight is still strength training. You Mm -hmm. know, so I believe every person, athlete, all all of the above need to be strength training in different forms, and strength training can look different to people. Yeah, you can do body weight. You can do band. It's it's ultimately resistance training. Some level of resistance training is strength training and building better foundations. Um, and making sure you just live a really good life that way. Yeah. Like, for instance, like, I don't know if I said this before, but the Turkish getup, which Google that shit, it's it's tricky, but once you get it, it's, like, super easy. But um, Dan, PT Dan, he said that for, like, if you don't want to become the old person you fear, do a Turkish getup for every decade of your life. If you're able to do a Turkish getup, both sides, no problem, at every point of your life, mm. you will never become that old person that you fear to become. Mm. And also on top of that, because I like having like... Good philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Super awesome. But also on top of that, he's been a PT for 25 years. And My he said time. something really, really interesting the other day regarding aging. And he said, Jess, I've been doing this for a long time. And something that this business has taught me is about aging. And he said the people who age the best 
that he sees are the people who are active, but they're active outside, Hmm. like gardening, Mm -hmm. hiking, you know, walking outside. Like you have the option to walk inside on a treadmill or you have the option to go for a hike or take a walk in the park. Do the outside stuff because one, they're outside, they're engaging in nature, they're enjoying the energy of what nature has to give. They're getting that sunshine, that vitamin D instead of being hold like held up inside. Mm-hmm. And he's literally like like that is research in itself of like you want to age better, make sure you're active and do some do make sure it's outside and Opt get outside. outside. And I was like, damn. Get outside. Yeah. So I'm like, get out there. And living in the Pacific Northwest, we're so blessed. So blessed. blessed. We can go Hashtag to blessed. the Olympics, we can go to the Cascades, we can go to Mount Rainier. Yeah, you can just go out and get lost. Get lost. You can go north and go to, you know, Lake 22 or do Mailbox Peak or do all this fun stuff. There's so many hikes. There's yeah. so many just, hikes. And I, for the first time not too long ago, used those sticks when walking. Did you? I used to hate on people who had sticks, but man, do they mm. help you. Yeah, your knees. Especially when you go down. When you go down? Yeah, go down the trail. You're sick. So one of my favorite um, websites is Girls Gone Strong. And you have a cert from them. Yes, I have the Girls Gone Strong pre and postnatal coaching certification. That's a dope ass yes. cert. It's super awesome, and I'm really, really glad that I took the time to pursue it because <laughs> now I can coach women. One, I'm already coaching women before pregnancy. Check. Now I can coach them throughout and postpartum mm-hmm. as well. And what's interesting is, like, when you co- if you're a coach, and one thing you should know is that 85% of your women clients will have children or will have had children. So understanding that the body changes significantly significantly after pregnancy is really important. Um, but Girls Gone Strong, they have a coaching cert and they also have a pre and postnatal cert. Mm-hmm. And I am very drawn to pregnancy and the well-being and the miracle that it is, but I wanted some training background. So I took an opportunity when it arose, Mm -hmm. but I was on their website the other day and I found this really awesome article that talks about five, the five surprising benefits of strength training. Mm -hmm. Um, The article or the website holds a lot of articles, like whether it's on strength training, nutrition, confidence, body image, um, written by women for women, and also has like pregnancy things. So if you're a pregnant woman and you want some more information, that's a great option as well. Um, But I did get the cert to just add to my credentials so that I can help. And I currently have, you know, a couple pregnant clients. Right. So you're not just saying fuck all. And yeah. um, And so I can like be more supportive and like, yeah, I might have had children, but I have an understanding of of the science behind it and how I can help them better. Of course. Um, So the first one, I just wanted to go over them. Well, I want to say real quick, I know I want the listeners to know that yes, strength training is awesome for weight loss and muscle gain and getting an aesthetic appearance and just overall health benefits. But Mm -hmm. I know I glanced at your article and I know what you're about to say is nearly nothing about physical appearance. Yeah, it's not. And it's fan fucking tastic. And that's why people get obsessed with the gym. Yeah. And it's a health, a healthy obsession. Mm -hmm. Um, of like it's part of your day, it's part of your lifestyle, yeah. and you're better for it. Not only with like your heart and yeah. your you know longevity yeah. and all these great things, but just the things you're about to say. So and I'm the like, first one, no, this is perfect because the first one is a new sense of self. Yeah, and I can speak from the heart when I found strength training and you know invested in a coach and came to classes and was having my semi-private training. I learned about and I gained a new sense of self and I what about you yeah like I mean just growing through the different styles of training yeah you also grow as a person and you learn new things and you adapt and evolve really and I think it's really incredible I know some people say strength training or bodybuilding or lifting weights like saved their life oh it saved saved it was so therapeutic of course and what's crazy about the whole new sense of self is that in this article it says this and i'm just gonna read it straight out Mm -hmm. is um and they're talking about others as in women as a whole um report gaining the self-trust to stand up for themselves in new ways such as fighting oppressive stereotypes leaving abusive relationships and moving away from toxic work environments that's a benefit of strength training is because you find a new sense of self. Therefore you're willing to stand up for who you are becoming. And I'll tell you right now that a hundred percent is true 
for me. Yeah. Because I've learned that I've gained a new sense of self. Therefore, I stand up for myself even more all the time. I've been saying this week to the classes and clients of like challenging yourself in the gym and getting stronger in the gym. If you can come here every day, show up and do your best and put your best foot forward and get stronger in here, not only physically, but mentally, you can do it everywhere else in your life. And that, okay, keep going. I think that's pretty much it. Like I just, you know, drop the mic on that. But it's like, if you are committed to your growth in the gym, it's going to bleed out into your life. Like you are going to, if you can challenge and overcome things in this facility, whether I'm on your ass or not, whether you're, you're um, getting coached or not, like if you can walk into those gym doors and push yourself to your limits mm-hmm. and overcome those challenges and maybe fail once or twice too. Heck yeah. And learn from that and grow from that. It's going to bleed out into your life, in your relationships, your job, mm-hmm. in everything you do. And I and think that, that's in fucking credible. That leads into the next one. Oh, wow. Seeing endless possibilities. Yeah. So this is a quote from the article is the stronger I get, the more my life feels full of possibilities straight up from one of the uh, members of the the community that girls gone strong has created. And it's true. Like I have chills right now. Just thinking like the, the more you gain the sense of self, the more possibilities arise and the opportunities like you unlock because of your mind getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, because ultimately and going straight into number three, you have a better all you're better overall with your health. Mm-hmm. Like you have a new sense of self good. possibilities are endless and your health is just exploding into greatness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always think of like, exploded into green <laughs> um where people say like look good feel good and mm-hmm. i think it's the opposite i think if you feel good about yourself you're always going to think you look good like yeah you know what i mean so like to if, an extent sometimes I right mind. right you know, blah, I know, blah, 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 blah. like don't fucking ruin it guys god <laughs> but yeah if you are um if you feel good about yourself and how strong you're like damn like it's more so the switch of from uh, the aesthetics goals to the strength goals mm-hmm. that we try to teach in here. It's like, look, you just upped your weight by 20 pounds. Look how strong you are. Yeah. That builds the confidence of, I feel good. Even mm-hmm. if you're not aesthetically how you look good. So when you feel good, you're just like, damn, I look good. It's just yeah. that kind of confidence, switch. you might look the exact same. And you maybe previously were like talking negative about yourself, like, oh, fat here, you know, rolls mm-hmm. and cellulite, blah, blah, blah. And then once you feel good, you switch and you're like, damn, like, I look good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool. And then also regarding better overall health is, um, I'm not going to use any names, but specifically one story pops into mind is that um, had a lady uh, coach, co- was coaching her and she had a hard time getting pregnant or she, you know, she had adopted her and her husband had adopted a child because they were having like, they, she was told she like couldn't get pregnant. Well, she starts strength training with me and she starts doing the team trainings and just getting in a really great routine soon. Lo and behold, within uh, maybe six months to a year, she got pregnant miraculously. But you know what it came down to? She gave herself better overall health and her doctor said, without you doing what you're doing, like it pushed your odds on getting pregnant because she put herself in like a really good situation and she was focusing on her. Like, yeah. and she was, you know, like she wanted to have children. I mean, obviously, like everyone who wants children, like, would love to have them of their own, mm-hmm. but also sometimes you have to understand that maybe your body doesn't work. But in this case, her putting herself first and her creating a better health health for herself overall led to some really great benefits. Now I'm not saying that's like, it's a different story for everybody. And I don't know all of the backgrounds as far as like medical and this and that, but mm-hmm. I do know that the doctors legitimately said what you did helped you, your ability to become pregnant, like happen. That's great. Yeah. Is is really cool. Um, and then number four is the ability to better care for loved ones. So essentially like when you're feeling better about yourself, 
like you're a ripple effect and you're going to have a better attitude. You're going to have a better lease on life. Your glass is half full. It's not half empty. Um, but also your ability to have the energy to take care of your loved ones better um, is there. Specifically, I'm thinking about moms. Mm-hmm. And yes, dads, you're important too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but like ultimately, like the motherly role is typically like the caregiver and this and that, and really doing a lot. And um, those are the women that don't, they think they don't have time to train. They're yes. like, no, I have to be with my kids and yeah. do this. And but like, it's okay. You're like, be a better mom if you do come. Yeah, do this and you're for like, yourself. you're chronically tired. Like, let's get some life back into you. And yeah. like, like, I know that it's hard to make that time for you, but like, women. We are so easy to put ourselves on the back burner for others. But now is the time to put yourself in the very, very, very front so that you can care better for The driver's seat, baby. Yeah. You're already driving in your minivan anyways, so drive your minivan over to the gym. At least make it like a Subaru. Why are minivans a thing? If I'm going to have a minivan, it's going to be souped up, it's going to be have a wrap, and it's going to have sliding doors. Like, you know, like where you like kick the button and it's like <laughs> and a toilet in it so I might as well get an RV <gasps> holy shit if you have one kid why do you have a mini just get a Hummer limo <laughs> I know if you have one kid I just got the kids and the whole soccer team in the back yeah <laughs> I got the minivan because I knew my kid was gonna play soccer one day and I wanted to be able to take the I whole literally team. <laughs> hate every I don't know I've been in minivans a few times and I'm just like I hate every I hate time Astro I vans are the worst <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that Astro Van. The soccer mom car. Um, and then the fifth one, five. the fifth uh, benefit to strength training is a new, uh, newfound sense of peace. So tell me more. Essentially, it can increase. So the physical strength can bring on increased psychological strength. So like let's say believing in yourself. Yeah. So you're let's say you lifted like base like 95 pounds on like a trap bar mm-hmm. and then like to you that was like wow that's crazy and then within a matter that's of crazy. weeks you're at like 135 like psychologically that's gonna boost you into a whole new level of confidence and willingness to push so you're you are finding finding a new sense of peace i mean in a way like for yourself some other um options <laughs> um that were reported through this article was like you're making friends Absolutely. I was actually, before you moved on, I was going to say, like, some of the, like, the my best female friends are people who I, like, have worked out with. Yeah. Actually, come to think about. All of them. Are, like, they're all, actually, all actually. Of my, all of my closest friends right now. My female friends. I've worked out with. Yeah. In some shape or form. Absolutely. Either I coached them wow. and then we became friends and then, like, that, that way or right. I'm still coaching them or whatever. But it's, like, there's some some sort of like strength training like yes. you were in my life oh my god i didn't even think about that and like so pretty much job, all friends. my friends thanks and friends. i have friends that i haven't strength trained with like from the past that are still my friends but the majority of like my really really close friends at this point in my life i strength train with because you um it's a lot of time just, yeah i mean your lives kind of align together and, and the commonality and yeah the goals that you have in the gym and how you train in the gym and Makes you all these great things, yeah. Um, that you just listed, and you just fuck. You just connect with these other people. That was, uh, that was yeah, a revelation. Uh, a fun one, which is, I don't know if this works for you or not. Okay. Increased libido, <laughs> because maybe you're developing a positive relationship with yourself a little bit more, okay. so you're willing to be a little, a little more bit confident. more confident in the bedroom. You're feeling good naked. <laughs> You looking good in, in the mirror. Maybe you have <laughs> maybe a mirror above your bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's actually. Just hmm. And then also, just to wrap it all up, the ultimate like positive out of strength training is you're happier. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So Fuck yeah. that's a great article. I encourage you guys, like, we'll link it and you the can go notes. in and mm-hmm. read it. Yeah. Absolutely. I really like that. And I told you because it wasn't physicality it wasn't mm-hmm. oh strength train because you get more muscle and more muscle means you're stronger you know it's just it's not that it's yeah. actually i mean those are benefits the, of strength training of course but like this the is physical like the benefits, psychological the psychological aspect. benefits which yeah. totally like is so you with your psychology background <laughs> yeah, like, but no. i get it we but get it's it it's also so important like when you have your um, uh, mind right 
will take you a lot of places. Totally. When you have a Debbie Downer mind. God damn it, Deborah. <laughs> you're not going to, you're just going to get stuck in a rut. And that's also like, I feel like this all, this article, like I related to a lot and that's why I wanted to bring it to you. And I wanted to bring it to our, to our, our listeners as well. It's just like, like strength training just adds like so much benefit to your life. 100%. It's so cool. And if, 100%. if you've never tried it, like come on and try it. If you're local, like hit us up on the IG. Try out a class, maybe a session. Queef it. <laughs> I keep subtly drinking my water because I want to get to three o'clock. I'm at about two. Two thirty. Here we go. Come on, chug, <laughs> chug that queef it. So, um, no, I, I yeah. love, I love, love, love that article. Um, again, because your mind takes you wherever you say it goes right? oh and the mind and if, is powerful and it can be powerful in both ways of mm-hmm. like if it's self-doubting itself right mm-hmm. it's that ego that's saying like oh this is hard this burns my legs i don't want to be here today blah mm-hmm. blah blah and you're listening to it you're literally letting it control how you feel yeah and if you can just say shut the fuck up What's, uh, what's your alter ego name? Jerry. Jerry or Jessica? Oh, Jerry. Jessica is like, no. Jessica's the business. Like, hey, I'm Jessica. Like, hi, I'm Jessica Edie. Like, blah, blah, blah. Welcome to blah, blah, blah. And then there's Jess, like Coach Jess. And then there's Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's like but, upper body date. But Jerry's like getting <laughs> shit done. What's your like ego's name? Like, I don't know. Your bitchin' ego. I've heard it's like you just switch your... um. Your first and in, your first initial of your first and last name. So I'd be Dameron Kevro. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so you'd be mine's E. Essica GD. No. Just Essica GD. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but you just tell that person because it's a person in your head to shut the fuck up, and you have like that's where the strength of the mind comes in through strength training. Mm-hmm. Thinking you can't lift something, for example, like oh I can't lift that. That's too heavy for me. And you're like, oh, shit. And then the coach tells you, no, it's not. Go do it. Mm -hmm. And you lift it. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then it's just that practice of like, oh, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, let me try this. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to try this. Then getting curious and not even letting that self-doubt creep in. Sometimes I. It's so powerful. Sometimes I have this little trick that I do with my clients is like, Mm. so they've been doing like maybe a half kneeling lamp mind press with 10. Cool. Okay. So we've done it for a couple of weeks and like ultimate goal is to like increase weight a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'll just slide weight on there and then like they don't even notice. And then also I'm like, hey, you did it. They're like, wow, that was like really easy. I'm like, yeah, I added five pounds. Did you know that? They're like, no. And I was like, yeah, awesome. You got stronger. Or they'll be like done with the debt or they'll be like, yeah, um, just did that like 135. I'm like, all right, let's add 10 pounds. What? And I'm like, just try it okay and then they yep. try it and they're like i did it and i'm like okay add 10 more pounds like how did it feel because i like to use the rate of perceived exertion scale mm-hmm. one being um easy 10 being fail mm-hmm. um and so typically i want to be people sitting around like depending on the goals is like between like a seven and a nine yep so an eight <laughs> so <laughs> i want to be like around a se- seven or a nine, nine. Oh, well, let's go eight nice easy eight <laughs> Jesus Christ. But just like doing little sneak attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that. I'll just like walk by with a heavier weight and like drop it and be like, here you go. Next round. Yeah. Next set, you're doing that. They're like, <gasps> yeah. Like, I mean, ultimately, you know you like, can do it. with the strength training, they want depending on like what it is, like if it's accessory work, but the weight, um, I'd rather them like go lighter, but have a couple left in the tank. And then if they do have more than a couple left in the tank, go up in weight. Yeah. Yeah. Like little teaching wins. you all the strategies right yeah. here. Just little come wins, by. guys. Just come by. Little wins. But I really, I really loved uh, this episode. Just talking about our own experience and how, c- kind of touched back on how we became coaches of mm-hmm. just the growth that comes with strength training. And I'm so, I'm, I'm eager to see where I'm at a year from now too. Because oh yeah, literally you just. I mean, with you too. The last few years, each year you can reflect and like you were at a different training level or you're at a different body type and Mm -hmm. all these things and so i'm eager to see where i'm at next year what are you doing with your training right now uh right now it's kind of sporadic um i do a lot of listening to my body which can lead to me not doing things sometimes um but i am injury prone but i really like body weight and kettlebells Mm -hmm. um a lot of stability work it gets boring so I like to switch it up yeah um 
But for me, I have to mentally prepare the day before. Oh, okay. Like I, I've made it a habit to be here every day, not only because I work here, but like I will come to train early before I coach or something like that. But I have to mentally prepare the day before like, all right, tonight I'm getting a good amount of sleep. Mm. And that means I'm having my coffee in the morning and then I'm going in and this, I already have something, some idea in my head of what I want to do. Yeah. Where I'm so opposite. I'm like, I know my program. program. I Mm -hmm. show up and I got, I know that I have this time to this time to get my program done. And it's like Monday through Friday and then Mm -hmm. Saturday and Sunday off or Monday. And maybe I'll take a Wednesday. It just kind of depends. But currently like I don't have a coach. Yeah. So what I've been doing is like, and I've had a coach in the past and just with COVID and everything and like finances and like being single and you know, like you kind of like, I know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I love, I would love to hire a coach and have more accountability, but financially right now I'd rather just save the money and like learn how to be even more accountable just to myself and really teach myself that self-discipline that regarding the accountability of just yeah. doing it, yeah. um, setting a goal and being quiet and getting it done. But my programming right now, I'm actually testing a program that I, I follow a, like a fitness coach on Instagram mm-hmm. and she like promoted a program. And so it was like $20. So I bought it and I'm trying it out. It's actually really fun. And it's, it's, uh, like more like glute focus, but mm-hmm. it still has the upper body added. There's a high level, like it's very much like full body with like Metcon at the end, which cool. I really like. Cause I, my body feeds off that Metcon style mm-hmm. stuff, style at the end of my workouts. What's Metcon for the listeners? Uh, metabolic conditioning. So just mm-hmm. like high intensity, like yep. push right at the end. A lot like, of CrossFit does Yeah. That. Very, Metcons. very CrossFit style. Um, but all, it's very much like bodybuilding CrossFit mixture. Mm-hmm. And I'm really liking it cause I haven't done something like that. So sure. I'm on week two right now and every week kind of changes it up a little bit but it's very similar and cool. i like it cool. so that's what i'm doing and to me that's me supporting a woman i like that and women supporting women is really important to me Bet. yeah especially Bet. in the industry so we got to roll together hell yeah so when you start a program with your coach stick with it just stick with it and do the best you can for four weeks obviously like four to six weeks program is usually like where i like to be and then I like to change it up because I'll get bored. But, um, but the program I'm doing right now changes it up a little bit every single week. So I'm fine with that. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode and learned some things. Uh, I did. I really liked diving into this. Yeah. And there's so much more you can dive into of the psychological benefits of yeah. strength training and stuff. Yeah. Um, especially for females. But we hope you enjoyed this more weights Heavy <laughs> episode of Weights, Wine, Wisdom. Yeah. Um, we'll see you next time and queef it. <laughs> <laughs>